And if you've ever tried to corral a group of negative people and get them to do what you're asking them to do, it's torturous. Each and every one of them is an anchor on you and your organization. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilshire. Welcome back, my friends, to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and today we are rocking a mindset episode. And today's mindset comes from a quote by Winston Churchill. And the quote is, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. Now, this is literally a glass half full, half empty kind of episode. Now, you look at my glass if you're on YouTube, you see look empty. But this is the glass half full, half empty episode. And the takeaway that I have, if you if you take, you know, you're the sum of all of your education relationships and experience. And if I take all of my education relationships experience and I apply them to this quote, my big takeaway is that we have to crush negativity. Negativity has no place in your freaking work center. It has no place in your family. It has no place in your life. Life is way too short to let negativity hold you back. Negativity crushes your soul. It causes you to look not at opportunity, but at difficulty. And the degree to which we focus on the difficulty, we retard our progress. We slow ourselves down. I talk about this every once in a while, but Grant Cardone, right? He has a bracelet that he wears. I really want to get Grant. Send me a bracelet, bro. Uh, but his bracelet says no negativity. And in his conference room, he's got a big sign that says no negativity. It doesn't mean we can't be real. It doesn't mean we can't be realistic. It doesn't mean that we can't talk about threats and concerns and risk and all of the things that come along with reality. But negativity is not pointing out flaws. Negativity is not critiquing something. Negativity is when we're looking for problems, not looking for solutions. Negativity is when we come in believing it shouldn't, it can't, it won't, rather than coming in believing we've got to figure this out. We're collaborating on solutions. If we have the opportunity to get rid of the negative people in our ecosystem and in our life, we've got to do it. Just like that. And in the military, we can't always do that, which I like, actually, because rather than get rid of them, we've got to develop them. But we've got to create around us a no negative zone, a zone where people feel uncomfortable being negative around us because they know it's not going to work. It's not just about positive thinking. It's not just about who are motivation. This is about truly shifting our mindset towards solutions and opportunities. So why do we care? What's the big deal about negativity? Why should we ruthlessly eliminate negativity in our ecosystem and around us? Well, first of all, neg negativity has a tangible impact on your development. It has a tangible impact on your execution. If you have somebody in your work center that is negative, they are dragging you down. It's almost like trying to drive the boat forward with the anchor still in the ground. Depending on the power of the boat and the size of the anchor, you may be able to power through it, but you'll never be as fast. You'll never be as powerful, as efficient as you are. That's it. If you want to think of it that way, negativity makes you less efficient at everything that you do. The less efficient you are, the less capacity you have. If you have somebody negative on your team or in your work center, you're working longer hours because of it. You're working later hours because of it. You're doing more work than you would otherwise have to do. Cutting the strings of negativity will make you more productive, more efficient. Why? Because it makes it easier to get us in alignment. Communication, relationships, alignment, execution, and capacity. Negativity drags us backwards. Negativity damages communication. It damages relationships. It damages alignment. It damages execution. 
Therefore, it must, by definition, damage capacity. We don't have time for negativity. So we've got to crush it. Next, negativity leads to a fixed mindset. When you're negative or you have someone on your team that's negative, they're looking at the board. They're looking at the game. They're looking at the problem. And they're saying, this is it. They have a fixed mindset. This is as good as it's going to be. Anything that we do is only going to be worse. It will never work. Whatever you're trying to do, it's not going to work. Whatever you're thinking, they'll never allow it. Whatever you want to do, whatever we're fighting against, the problem is too big. And I think of Moses and the Israelites. God delivered them out of Egypt. And there's a fire cloud going before them uh, at night. And there's a cloud above them during the day. There's manna on the ground in the morning when they wake up. The parting of the Red Sea. They walked through whales on either side of them. If you think it happened like in the Prince of Egypt. Literally drowned the army of the Egyptians. All of this happens. And then they get to the promised land. And they send their scouts across. And the scouts go, there's giants there. They're way too big for us to defeat. And so they don't cross. And what happens? They go 40 years through the desert. What the heck is happening here? This is like a seven-day journey, and it ends up taking 40 years. Negativity slowed them down. It damaged communication, relationships, alignment, execution, and capacity. They didn't believe God was big enough to help them defeat giants, and therefore, they got held back. And whether you believe that this story is true or anecdotal or it's just a fable, the parallels are the same. The parallels are the same. They looked across, and they thought these problems are bigger than problems we faced in the past. They're too far. They're too big. They'll never let us. This is it. This is how we've always always done it. Why should we try? And if you've ever tried to corral a group of negative people and get them to do what you're asking them to do, it's torturous. Each and every one of them is an anchor on you and your organization. Negative people look for why we can't. Positive people know that we can. Positive people meet adversity head on. They're more resilient. If waves are coming at you, big, strong, powerful waves, and you're in a boat, you don't go away from the waves. You don't try to go parallel to the waves. You've got to meet the waves head on. It's your greatest chance of survival. If you're surfing, you can either go up over the wave or you got to duck into the wave, but you can't go away from it. You can't go parallel. You got to go straight on towards the problem. And that, that is what, that's what positive people. The next thing is negativity is contagious. And so negativity being contagious is the only reason we need to stop it in its tracks. If negativity is in your organization, it is a downward spiral with no bottom. It leads to the depths of hell. And if you're trying to lead someone who's overly negative, that is a spiral. You don't want to reach the bottom. It will, it will thwart all of your best effort. It will slow your progress, if not stopping it altogether. And it starts to spread like cancer, like a virus from to the next. Because your positive people start to get frustrated by the negative or the negative person starts to infect the minds of people around you. And so you've got to crush them. You've got to stop the negativity. And when I say crush them, I don't mean that you have to, have to hurt them and destroy them. But I mean you've got to crush the mindset. Ideally, we bring them along for the ride. But worst case, we get them to stop bringing out the negativity crushes productivity. It also crushes outside-the-box thinking. When we narrow our focus to the problem itself, Negativity starts to create stress. It creates a victim mentality. There's always someone or someone else. There's always some problem beyond us. It's the people below us. It's the people above us. It's their attitude. It's the air. All of these things. Anytime that I hear somebody tell me any of these things, all I'm really hearing is, well, if I was in charge, if I had unlimited power, everything would be perfect. But because I'm not in charge, there's something too big for me to overcome. And I think it's nonsense. 
the idea that this negative person, if they were just given their way, everything would be okay. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. The idea that you'll be magically content if everything was perfect, this negative person, I think is virtually zero. Victim mentality makes us feel hopeless and worse, it makes us feel helpless. When you feel helpless, you don't feel as if there's anything you can do. And so you do nothing. You continue in the status quo and nothing changes. If we want things to be better, and I, I promise you this, things will not stay as they are. You can fight. You can fight time all you want. You can try to stop your children from aging. You can stop, try to stop your relationship from evolving. You can try to stop your body from growing. You can try to stop and maintain things as they are. Nothing will maintain. Nothing. Not the tree in your front yard. Not the relationships in your office. Not your current mood. None of it will stay. Things will either get better or they'll get worse. I'm about 44 years old now. I just had a birthday. And I'm working out like crazy. My son and I are waking up every day, roughly every day. We wake up at 5.30. We're exercising from 6 to 7. We're throwing around kettlebells. We're doing yoga. Like we're doing everything we can to get fit. My body is getting better. So just because I'm getting older doesn't mean that my body can't improve. But if I do nothing, my body will not maintain. It will get better. It will get worse. And your organizations are the same. But what negativity does is it ensures you're not going to go forward. You're going to go backwards. Negativity is a surefire guarantee that things will get worse. They will not stay the same. And often the goal of the negative person is to keep the status quo as it is. But the status quo will never stay the same. Things will get worse or they will get better. They won't stay the same. So what do we do? I mean, all of this sounds like pretty cruddy, right? Like we're dealing with negative people. We've all got them in our lives. So what do we do? Look, number one, I love the idea of a no negative zone. It doesn't mean we don't bring up criticism. We need to stop. Like during a meeting, hey, I've got this idea. Hey, we're working this too. All right, let's take a pause. What are we not thinking about? What are the problems that we see? What are some things that maybe we're not, we're not considering? It's time to be real. We're not going to put on rose-colored glasses and pretend we're not going to get punched in the face as soon as we try to do something awesome. There's problems waiting to get you every day. My life is full of problems. Every day, every day, I lead a team of fantastic humans. I love all of them. They're spectacular. My wife, she's like the coolest person in the universe. My children are just, they're great. And I have problems from the moment I wake up to the moment pretty much I go to sleep. Almost, not every day, but almost every day. There's something new. This platform stopped working. We get this email. Hey, there's a new change inside the government ecosystem. Hey, one of our competitors is doing this or this. There's something different every day. And I have a great team. No negative people on my team. A great family. A great business. I'm living my passion. And I have problems every day. So what we have to have is a no negative zone. And everybody has a bad day. And sometimes I have team members who may have a negative day. And if someone has a bad day, we just, that's a one-off. We let it go. We're not going to say anything. We might check on them. Hey, what's going on, man? Everything okay today? The second time, we really need to have a comfort. The third time, hey, either something has significantly changed or you're, you know, your real colors are coming. Something is going on. But we've got to have that conversation where now we can start to have this no negative zone on our team. And if we have a negative zone now, we got to come clean with everyone. Hey, listen, teammates, I think we spiral a little bit too much on the negative. So here's what we're going to do. When we're doing a planning meeting, we're going to set a time limit to talk about problems. And then we're going to set a time limit to talk about solutions. So during the 10 minutes where we talk about problems, hit it. Bring out those fists. But the harder you hit during problems, I want you to hit just that harder, harder during solutions. But we're going to create a zone for time to talk about criticism and time to talk about solutions. 
and you as a leader, if you've already made a decision, hey, teammates, I've made a decision. We're going to be moving forward with this. People don't get to be negative then. All they get to do is support. That's it. Hey, teammates, a decision had to be made. I was with the commander. Here's what we got to do. Well, I don't understand. No, I understand that you don't understand. You're just going to have to trust me on this one. We're moving forward. Well, this isn't going to work. No, team, we're moving forward. We've got to focus on how to make sure the ship doesn't sink. How do we pull up that anchor and drive full steam ahead? And you got to be certain and transparent. Hey, I'll tell you what. Why don't we have a meeting, you and me, 20 minutes. I'm going to answer all of your questions to the best of my ability. But for now, while we got all the brain power in the room, we got to find a solution, not a problem. Winners focus on what we can do, not on what we can't do. Number two, we got to practice reframing. I teach my kids this when they were very young and we push this for them still to this day, which is like, we don't want to get to know. Don't tell me why we can't. Yes, we can totally do it. If, if, well, there's a sacrifice we got to make. Hey, do you want us to add more time to do whatever it is? How do we get to yes? How do we get to yes? doesn't mean we have to ignore the negative, but what do we have to do? Yeah, we can do that. Here's the barriers, the hurdles and the gaps. It's a tool in our giant toolkit. Account.militarysherpa.com if you want to go out and join and join. And number three, you got to communicate the end state clear. Once people understand we're trying to get at the least painful way to make this work and that this is a no negative zone, we've got to communicate the end state. And we've got to be very, hey, teammates, here's where we're headed. We are executing this. We are doing this. We are going to make this change. How do we do it in a way that, 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 that makes the most sense, that causes the least amount of pain? It's not about talking ourselves out of it. It's about talking ourselves into it and getting to the end state. And if you do these three things, and you really implement them. Not Jedi mind trick, but talk to your team. Hey, we're going to try to have a no negative zone. Hey, we're going to practice reframing. We're going to bring up our problems, but we're going to frame them in a way that are potential solutions. And we're going to give time to our concerns and make sure that we voice them so that people don't feel as if we're ignoring them. And then we communicate that end state and get everybody's brain power focused on that end rather than the past, but where we're headed, then you'll start to see things changing. And don't forget that negativity undermines good order and discipline. Therefore, it should be treated as a disciplinary issue. If somebody's fighting you nonstop, then it needs to be discussed. It needs to be addressed. And it needs... So here's the deal. We just launched the Military Sherpa Performance Operating System. Amazing kickoff. We are looking to get 100 teams onto the Military Sherpa Performance Operating System. What is it? It's 51 weeks of professional development with 90-day assessments built in between. You get your team on, you take an assessment, immediately we figure out what your biggest pain points are. Every 90 days, we work on knocking out your biggest pain points. We make sure that 90 days from now, your team's biggest problems are not the same. And then we start increasing your scores in communication relationships and execution capacity. It's the Military Sherpa Performance Operating System. You can check it out at performanceos.militarysherpa.com. Performanceos.militarysherpa.com. The best part is it's only $10 a month per member. That's it. And what do you get? You get monthly coaching with one of our master Sherpas. As you implement this monthly training, as you implement the program, you get 90-day assessments that track the progress of your team. So you can show your leadership, this is what I did. This is what's happening. Here's the performance of my team and how it's increasing. And then you get guided, structured training so that all you need for the fiscal year 2024, one set of professional development, the entire team, they get the full giant leadership language. All of that, $10 a month, Per teammate, you absolutely cannot afford not to do this in fiscal year 2024. It costs less to put on one team than it does to send one person to our training. And the best part, you get your team on the OS. As long as you have four team members, you can send one person for free to our Military Sherpa Coaching Certification course. So it's a pretty fantastic deal if you ask me. So go to performanceos.militarysherpa.com. Check it out. You can schedule a call right there to talk to one of my master Sherpas who will get you onboarded and taken care of. 
Until next time, Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire.